Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is Meet the Composer. We have a, a pet turtle. And we are in the process of upgrading his habitat. Yes. I think they live forever. And right. so either you starve them or you kill them or, you know, you set them free, none of which are good solutions. You sure. Know? Or you buy a bigger box. Or you just have to buy a bigger box. Yeah. So. Hey, everyone. Nadia Sirota here. Last week on the show, we talked about a particularly contentious moment in classical music. You know, the European model is, you know, that I was raised with was that you are the lone genius and you don't know or care about anybody's music. This kind of blown up culture war between tonal musicians and atonal musicians that left a lot of composers in a kind of dark, isolated, antagonistic and defensive place. I studied with Hans Werner Henze which was great, and Hans was very nice to me, and, you know, we had a very close relationship. And I would ask him about people that I knew that he had been on concerts with, and I would say, oh, what do you think about Ligeti? And I would look on a program and see, oh, we're, you're on the same concert. And he'd go, oh, I have never heard it. <laughs> you know, it's like you can't live in a world in which you admit that there are other geniuses like you. But things have changed a lot in the past 20 or so years. David Lang is one of the composers in the Bang on a Can collective. When Michael and Julie and I came to New York, we thought New York is so um, serious and all these camps exist. And they are responsible for a lot of things. But undeniably, one of their greatest achievements was creating a culture of, well, niceness. Maybe we would enjoy trying to do something that would be a little more open than what we saw in New York and a little more... um, inviting to a larger public. It's it's just it's funny for me to think about that it was it was such a novel thing to be programming in the eclectic way that you were because I feel like it's become it's become a trope to a certain extent. Well, it's not a, it's even more than a trope. It's just sort of like well, yeah, didn't this always happen? I mean, isn't this the natural way that music should exist? It was so radical when we started it, but it's not radical any longer, which is fantastic, you know. I think there are lots of other things that were important for us, which we really were part of a movement to help design. I mean, that composers should be nice to each other, that composers should go to each other's concerts and be friendly. So this younger generation of composers has grown up in a completely different landscape from their teachers. By and large, I am seeing tons of collegial support and generosity. So for today's bonus track... I thought I'd speak to somebody in this sort of next generation who's not constricted by genre or style. This is Bryce Dessner. Hey, how's it going? An American composer living in Paris via Brooklyn and Ohio. I'm Bryce Dessner. I'm a composer. I write a lot of music for orchestras and various ensembles, and I also play in a band called The National. So Bryce was recently commissioned to write a piece for a very fancy French group called the Ensemble Intercontemporain. I was completely frightened. Ensemble Intercontemporain is, um, like in Europe, they're described as the kind of Rolls-Royce uh, ensemble of new music. 
of course, you, you, you read about, like, Stravinsky being booed out of Paris multiple times. Um, and so, you know, being already a guy who's, like, in between worlds and I play in a rock band, but I compose concert music. And so to be invited to work with an ensemble that was, you know, admittedly on their end, it was kind of the first time they had really done that. They were formed in the early 70s uh, by Pierre Boulez. I would describe Pierre Boulez as a, a total renegade. I mean, he was um, a real firebrand. Um, you know, we, we understand Boulez in a certain sense, especially in America, to be this, um, you know, kind of bitchy, you know, super political and super opinionated figure who cared deeply about what he was doing. So, if you're familiar with the music Bryce has made with his band The National, or his collaborations with composers like Steve Reich, you might think that this guy would have a stylistically uphill battle ahead of him. You know, like any musician my age, so I just turned 40, we had largely um, come of age in a post kind of, um, you know, where things like modernism or minimalism or late romanticism and all these things kind of coexisted in a, in a way that possibly in a slightly naive fashion, um, it all seemed like open territory to me and valid. And all those composers we spoke to last week who were talking about insults and schisms and isolation, they totally echo this point. I think that um, this right now is a really good time to be a composer. And I tell young composers that. They, they don't believe me, but, but they don't know how, um, how difficult it was uh, back when I was in my 20s and 30s. The generations that followed us have a tremendous advantage in that they're not limited by one style or another, but they also, um, it's like going to a big Greek diner, you know, what am I going to eat? You know, the menu goes on forever and ever and ever, and uh, uh, you don't know what to choose. I believe in scavenging whatever I can find. There may be some unlikely places that I might, might find something that I would, could use or be, be affected by. I don't want to foreclose anything. On the other hand, I don't want that to turn into kind of a, a drooling uh, tolerance of every, every mediocrity in the universe either. That was, by the way, John Adams, Robert Sirota, and Charles Warren. So let's just hear a quick word about the piece from Bryce. Um, sure. So the piece um, is called Wires. It doesn't necessarily have any subject matter. I think wires, I was thinking just about the way we used to, you know, instead of sending emails, we would send wires. And um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's the piece. Okay. So here is Bryce Dessner's Wires. This is the Ensemble Intercontemporain under Matthias Pincher performing live at Paris's Philharmonie.
That was Bryce Dessner's Wires, performed by the Ensemble Intercontemporain and published by Chester Music. This Meet the Composer bonus track was produced by John Hanrahan and Nadia Sirota. Our executive producer is Alex Ambrose. For complete episodes and more bonus tracks of exclusive audio, subscribe to Meet the Composer on iTunes. (laughs) 